All right, guys, today I am with uh, Jeremy Onion, of course, with Fit for Function and De Dan Medvez with ATP and InMotion. Um, today, we're going to talk a little bit about how we coordinate a little bit of our um, care together when we're working with clients that are doing both physical therapy and performance training, and then probably dive into some of the things that Dan does with his clients. Um, he's got all kinds of cool things happening. So excited to dive into that. Um, Dan, before we get going, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, guys. My name is uh, Dan Medmes. I'm a ACE certified personal trainer. Uh, been a coach at ATP uh, for just over 10 years now. Um, been with it since it started. And then uh, again, I'm with uh, InMotion Coach. I teach classes over there and I'm also the program coordinator. So and we've been with them since uh, obviously the beginning. Uh, so they've been open for six years now. How's that work kind of your how you divide your time in between ATP and in motion? How's that look on, on a day-to-day -day basis for you? Day-to-day, um, -day, a lot of my uh, ATP uh, classes and clients that I see are uh, early mornings, um, early afternoons. Um, I don't have a total really late night crowd. So kind of in between my downtimes, uh, I kind of, worked on a schedule that kind of worked well with me and in motion. So kind of plugging myself into what teaches, what classes I'm able to teach at certain times. Gotcha. And, and then again, uh, like I said, I have some time in the, in late afternoons, you know, where I, I can crunch and get some stuff done uh, within motion. If I have to, like I said, I, I do coordination for them. So I might have to do some stuff on the computer, or meet with some clients, run some assessments. Um, but it's been working out pretty great. Yeah. You and Jeremy both on that early morning crowd. Yeah. It's nice seeing, uh, seeing this guy coming in, uh, bright and bright and early in the morning. Crazy. Crazy. Yeah. I I'm on like zero sleep right now. So that's even more, um, even more crazy, but anyway, so we work with you a lot on the personal training kind of client side. Who, who is your ideal client? And then we'll kind of dive into kind of some of the things we do together. Oh, an ideal client, man. I don't know if I really have an ideal so yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. You know, I've been I've been doing this for, I mean, ten years. It's not a long time, but within that time, I've really seen a lot, and I've dealt with a lot of type of different types of clientele. Again, with uh, this relationship with emotion and and just the adverse clients that we see, and um, uh, I just think that has helped me not have to just pick and choose who I'd want to see. If that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. I'm up for a challenge. You know, I, I like helping people and I love seeing change in the progress. So that's honestly my favorite. I mean, elite athletes are, are you know, that would be fun, but I don't know. I like seeing this improvement uh, quickly, you know, things change fast. So yeah, little incremental steps. So sometimes it's nice to have someone who, you know, you start from you know, a little bit more basic, um, more basic of a function. So, I mean, those are good too. No, it, it is. Like I said, it's fun to just see someone uh, get better. Someone yeah. that really needs to change versus that uh, someone that's really just doing it just to maybe look good, you know. When, when you say you like a challenge, what do you, what do you mean by that? <laughs> um. I guess that is a good question. I like to, my mind keep working and running. I just don't want to keep doing the same old, same old, uh, with the, maybe the same type of clients, you know, let's do this, this, and this. 
I have a, a system that I kind of follow and a plan. But I, like I said, I'd like to see someone that maybe really needs help in a certain area that really lacks some uh, strength or balance there. And I don't, I just like, I see a challenge in that, like really trying to focus it and get better because people get, um, I don't know, they get upset with themselves and, you know, ah, I can't do this, you know, this thinks, and maybe other guys may walk away from that. And I like to keep doing it until I see some improvements and change. Yeah. What you said, you have a plan um, or, or a system that you follow. Do you want to dive into that a little bit? Sure. Um, again, uh, I had a background. I did some stuff at IMG Academy and I kind of really learned um, different styles and different ways to train different types of people. And I kind of use that um, philosophy. Um, I'm always, I will always start out with a dynamic warm up, and I'll get to why I kind of uh, do that later. I kind of get to that in some recovery as well, but I like to do a really consistent dynamic warm up with all my clients that they can really just say, come in on the gym and, and, and do on their own uh, or something they may be able to do at home uh, if they're not with me. Uh, again, for say some active recovery at home, but I do a really good thorough dynamic warm up that works on you know balance as well as just some movement, get the heart rate up a little bit, and then what I like to do is I like to go right to some balance. You know, while we're warmed up and got some blood flowing, uh, I like to go to some balance work and and focus on. Again, it may it depends on the client, private client or class, but uh, it depends on what we're doing. But I get to some balance work. And then from there, I get to some movement. Uh, we'll work some more movement. I like to get that heart rate up, uh, get really warm, make sure that body is hot. Uh, I just feel when that body is hot, uh, that's when the most change uh, occurs and happens. And right after that movement, then I'd like to get to some strength. So that's my focus. So a dynamic warm up, uh, some movement, balance, and strength. And I can really just uh, use that type of method with everybody. And, and I just plug and go from there and uh, what I need to really focus on or uh, not so much maybe that day, uh, but that's what I like to use. So what do most people come to you looking for? Is it strength, cardiovascular endurance? What, what are their goals um, a lot of the times? So uh, I've gotten a lot of strength. Uh, I have some older uh population too that I work with and you know just some bone density you know they, they go to the doctor and they're like oh I gotta get my gotta keep my bones strong and you know that's just something I think um just a lot of people maybe not have that education or they you know back in the day they said oh I can't lift weights you know that's just not good for women or ladies uh they think they're gonna get real big and bulky but um you know weightlifting cardiovascular is, is good you know people are just they want to make sure their their heart's healthy and they still are feeling that getting winded um there was one other thing what was the question again what did you say what are, they, what are their typical oh, goals? The typical, what are their goals yeah so i'd say strength um and then i do have uh, some clients that come with me uh you know post-surgeries and just want to keep things uh stronger makes make sure they're you know not uh, lacking limitations or mobility um i will see people uh, obviously before that happens as well um and that's kind of where you guys come in too, a little bit. Yeah, it's kind of, it kind of leads into some of the other stuff that we were talking about. How do we go back and forth? Uh, how do we collaborate? And I, I mean, I think that's a good thing to talk about, you know, just in terms of, you know, because we, obviously Nick and I, we 
and do our own assessment and things like that. Um, and, you know, if they have a specific problem, um, but how, how does it relate and go back and forth, you know, because I know you've uh, sent me uh, a few people to, to kind of look at and things like that. And I think it's gone really well. Um, and we can kind of communicate back and forth, which is great. Um, so you want to dive into that, Nick? Like how, how some of that back and forth goes? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that's something that that makes kind of what we do so effective is that we can kind of dive into the the pain side and, and kind of that detailed stuff. And then the training, strength, mobility, balance, all that kind of stuff. They're, they're hitting that on a regular basis with you, Dan. So it, it's really an awesome combo. Um, how, how have you seen that on your end, Dan? Like you and I have been, I don't Well, how many years is it now? I don't even know. Three, four? At least three, yeah. Three, like um, and, and then of course Jeremy's been there a lot regular, like recently, as you guys have been diving in. So, what does that relationship look like from your end? What are the pros? What are the the things that are useful? And and what are things that not just us, but kind of this, you know, I think it's right. We have our own relationship, but this balance of kind of fitness versus rehab and kind of blending those worlds together. I think that's important across the spectrum of all trainers and, and rehab pros. So maybe what are the things that have gone really well with this relationship that we've had? And then let's also talk about things that are maybe a challenge or, or things we need to keep working on. I've uh, actually loved, loved this relationship, having you guys inside our facility. I mean, I couldn't see it going back the other way, have not having you guys here, honestly. Um, you know, we get clients that come in, like you said, uh, they may have pain of the day or, or, or they did something over the weekend or, um, you know, us as a, a certified professional, I can only do so much. And I only know so much uh, with pain. So that relationship to be able to send them right to you guys and really pinpoint what's going on. And then what I love the most is that detailed uh, what I get with you guys, you know, you've sent me emails uh, with links to watch videos and do this with your clients, stay away from this. Uh, it's just really helped take out uh, any type of guesswork of what should I do? What should I stay away from type of thing? Uh, and then my clients have just, you know, have said nothing but nice things to say about uh, fit for function and walk out uh, satisfied every time saying, man, I cannot believe how much that helped or I can't believe this is what's causing my pain. Cause you know, everybody just goes right to the pain source of it hurts here. Yeah. Um, so that relationship has worked uh, amazing for me again, uh, taking the guesswork out of everything. Yeah. How about on your side, Jeremy, what are, what are some of the things you're seeing? Uh, again, this system is, uh, I guess, relatively new for, for you being in the gym, so to speak. Um, what, what are the things you're seeing on, on your side? I think I think that it's really great because where wherever um, the person needs help with, you know, we you and I can only do so much. Nick, we we have a, a finite time to work with them, um, and our our goal, you know, is really to help them get back to doing the things that they love to do. So whether it mostly is pain uh, that they come in. Um, talking about and, and, and wanting help with and we I think as a rehab profession are really good at identifying that pain uh, and but we see 
you know, somewhat of a, a drop off, I think, when the pain starts to come down. But you and I know that there are still things to work on. And I think that that's probably the greatest thing uh, about this relationship is because if, if they're working with Dan, um, they can continue to do that stuff. And with, you know, just a, maybe a little input or a little, you know, tweak here or there, um, it can really not only accelerate their, um, you know, their rehab potential, but also their, you know, their fitness goals. So if it, you know, if we, if we have two minds working together here and, and, and two, you know, kind of, uh, of the collaboration, then that drop-off kind of seems to go away in my mind because they are then, you know, just, just continuing uh, and working with Dan on some of the higher level things that, that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise. And uh, I think that's really good um, in a rehab perspective as well, because, um, you know, I, I, maybe that the occurrence rate isn't the reoccurrence rate isn't so high. Uh, I think that's been a really good benefit to it. And, um, and just like the, the personal relationships that, that we have. So, you know, stop in and, you know, Dan in the morning, Hey, you know, maybe hit X, Y, Z. I just saw, you know, this patient and, uh, you know, they're doing really well, but we want to start to progress some of this. And, you know, that he may have really great ideas to do that. And, uh, and, you know, I trust him to do that, to just, you know, get to the next level. Yeah. That's been my favorite part over the years. Like, let's just say you identify that they need glute strengthening or whatever. So they leave our office and you give them a couple of exercises, but let's be realistic, right? You do those exercises for a couple of days and then you're bored, right? Cause you're like, I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing three sets of 10 or whatever. But when you go, Hey, Dan, this client needs hip, hip extension strength and, and work on a little flexibility here. Now he can get creative with the programming. They're doing different things all the time. The, the, the client sees that progression. Um, and, and then like, they just do what they do best and, and building in that, that training. And it's just, I think the, um, consistency of training and, and then like you're saying, Jeremy, that, that next level of not only are they now working on their pain, but they're starting to see those functional improvements where strength's getting better and endurance is getting better and, and that kind of stuff. So that's been, that's been awesome on our side, as far as, as far as our relationship's been over the years, but. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, if someone comes in and, and they, they do have pain, you know, they, they may have more of uh, more of an, an inhibit inhibition of strength rather than an actual weakness of strength. So it's, it's really good because, you know, the thing, the exercises that you and I give them, Nick, maybe more, uh, more to facilitate that muscle action. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they see, see some great improvements, but like you said, there, it's going to become too easy in a matter of a week or two. And, you know, to have that, constant uh update and that constant progression is really the most beneficial thing so you know the things that i give them may be <laughs> irrelevant in, in a week or two and, and and when they see dan later in the week they're like hey maybe it's too easy and you know you can progress it a little bit more rapidly yeah and, and to that point like a lot of times the stuff we're giving them is about pain right i'm going to give them yeah. a, a release technique to get out of pain or whatever and then Dan's working on all those things that may have caused that pain in the first place. 
Yeah, so, <laughs> so yeah. What are your What are your thoughts on that, Dan? Uh, like I said before, you know this the relationships. It, it's amazing. Uh, again, it takes out all this guesswork. Uh, us as trainers here at, at the ATP, and just again having that quick access to be able to even just pick your brains a little bit on. Hey, I got a, a client that's this is happening. I, you know, they need to see you. Uh, it's just been a wonderful, I, like I said, I couldn't go, I couldn't see it any other way. Have not having, uh, you guys on site or some type of physical therapist, like on site to actually let us know what's going on versus sending them somewhere else, trying to make an appointment and, uh, just being able right away too. You guys are right away able to see somebody. If it's not the day it's within the week or the next day, very quick. Yeah, I think that's uh, a great part too, because a lot, a lot of times, you know, or sometimes they might come in and, you know, we assess them, maybe they, they have a little something here and there, but, um, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, we can get that back to Dan and say, Hey, you know, do this, try this for a little bit. And, um, and then, you know, if it continues, then obviously we might need a little bit more uh, thorough uh, examination of it, but that, quick input may help them from you know going down that trail to begin with for sure right the avoiding the pain medications and all the crazy cycle that comes afterwards if you can't troubleshoot that stuff up front is yeah it's a whole different beast then that's a whole different beast what then are some of the the challenges um from dan from your side working with a client that's in pain what are, what are some of the challenges? And, uh, you know, again, we got, a, I think we got a pretty good relationship. We're doing a good thing, but there's certainly always things to improve. And then, um, you know, maybe we can talk about other things that are. Yeah. Um, so if a client, you know, they're in some pain or I know we need to work through something and it's not obviously going to hurt them further, you know, as long as it's not, uh, exceeding, you know, a, a pain threshold that it is unsafe. Um, but always working uh, other things too. Yeah, if you got a, a bum knee, a hurt knee, yeah, we're going to obviously focus on exercises for the knee. But we'll also do other things too to make sure that you, you're feeling good and strong everywhere else, not just uh, we're just going to focus on my knee today. I'm not really going to feel like I got a good workout in. Kind of feels like a PT session. Uh, I, I make sure that we're still hitting everything, you know, the best that I can. And obviously up to the client, uh, if they're able to do certain things. Um, but not just focusing on that injured area of pain, if that makes any sense. How do you go about working around that? Do you... So I, I got a client that uh, I can uh, use as an example that uh, just had some, uh, a knee replacement done. Um, I've seen her up to her surgery. So up to her surgery, we did, you know, strengthening on areas that we need to focus on. Uh, had her surgery, uh, recovered amazingly, which I wasn't surprised. I mean, we did all the things that we needed to do. And I feel if you go in there uh, strong, you'll leave there strong. Uh, so it came back to me. And obviously, we, there's things that we can't do yet, uh, obviously. But uh, we still focus on uh, things for her knee, some balance, still some strength. But we're also... Uh, you know, upper body pushing and pulling, and uh, we still got to rotate, uh, and we still got to get your heart rate up. So we'll do things on the bike or a rower, just you know, keeping it safe. But uh, 
doing things that still keep them challenging her, uh, keeping her heart rate up. And uh, things are going great. You know, I think she's uh, happy with uh, how things are turning out. Um, and I, just, I see improvements. Yeah. yeah. It goes back to what we were talking about before, just having, having that base. And, and for this specific example, you know, having that base strength is really great, you know, and they build up and work up to surgery in this instance and you know we come in and you know you and I do what we do best Nick and you know obviously our goal is to get their impairments down um is to get them back to their their functioning but it's so great to have that 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 relationship to you know say hey you have a lot a lot of time to to work on all of this stuff so uh, I think that's really good but I like what you're saying and not you know it's it, this isn't something that we're you know we're only focusing on their knee they they have all these other goals too and and cardiovascular fitness upper yeah. upper uh upper body uh strength uh which is so important um so I, I think that's really good um you know how do you how how do you go about like saying hey maybe this is too much or like what, what, what are some of the signs? Like, um, that's it. so if they're not able to do again, uh, an exercise, you know, full range of motion or, or, or they're lacking stability in other areas. I mean, I'm not afraid to, you know, let them know, Hey, I see this is happening. Let's drop the weight or, uh, you know, I see this is happening. Let's work more on this. Um, I guess that's type of the product, part of that challenge that I'm into, you know, just being able to, uh, a spot and see things and and not being afraid to, to change it on the spot, you know, not letting somebody just go through something just to go through it, just to maybe not to hurt their feelings, but I'm, I'm up front and I'll let you know, Hey, let's stop doing this. Let's try it this way. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's take some weight away or yeah, you know, the challenge, you know, progress or, or regress, you know, what do you got to do right. in that situation? Yeah, or modify. Or challenge or yeah. that you, you might say maybe sometimes it's hard to modify specific sometimes things. it's very difficult <laughs> and those are the ones that it's like hmm give me a second yeah, there yeah. just let me think <laughs> and <laughs> let me think about it but that's the other thing too just being able to let me think hang on a second don't let's not abandon this let's think of what we're really trying to accomplish and is there another way for you to do it right i think that's Probably the best, uh, the best example because you know you're there. You can see them. Uh, you know you have your trained eyes there. So and and a, you know vast knowledge of, of exercise too. So it's um, you know it's something that you can switch pretty quickly yeah, to yeah. prevent some of the further things you know down the road too. Um, but yeah, again, you know, going back to that relationship aspect of it, I think that's probably the one of the greatest things. Yeah. You you kind of hinted at something, Dan, saying, you know, we're going to continue to work on other things. And um, I think that's so overlooked when like somebody has, let's use your example of a total knee. You know, we get so focused on that knee, right? Like, what's the rehab look like for that knee? And and I think we're guilty of it as, as rehab pros. Cause that's what they're there for. Right. But you have the ability to just, you're training them, right. They're, they're there for their fitness goals. And from a healing standpoint, 
the immune effects of, of how the body works and the nervous system effects and, and stress and how all of that plays into healing of that knee, the benefits that they're getting from that whole body workout from you is just, it's, I think it's underappreciated. And, and I, uh, I actually just sent Jeremy and, and, and Kara and Austin an article looking at delayed onset soreness and how it's more about the neuroimmune system than it is muscle damage and looking at stress and inflammation and anxiety and depression and inflammation and how exercise counters that. And I think in the next, let's say 10 years that we're going to appreciate how the system responds to that whole body exercise, even, even more than we do today. And, and I think you're going to see more rehab plans look more like what we're doing anyway, than, than you do. We're, we're, we're going to focus more on how that whole body's doing and, and not necessarily, you know, how's your knee. Um, and, and I think you have the ability to just dive in on that. Right. And, um, again, I just think it's an underappreciated aspect of, of what happens when with a training session. Yeah, I think so too. Um, you know, just from what you're saying and we have to look at everyone as, as a whole, you know, and, you know, Nick and I, like, like you were saying, if they come in with a specific knee pain, we, sometimes we get a little myopic about it. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right. We have to think about how that whole body responds and, and, you know, exercise is, is the best medicine, you know? So, um, yeah, Dan, Dan is in a, you know, very unique position to, to see all of that and incorporate all of that too. Um, so I, yeah, I think, I think that's great. You're, you're able to do that and, and, and program, uh, around it too. Dan, you, you do a little bit of group and then you do also do like one-on-ones, right? You do personal training and then, and a lot more group with, with the emotion side, I think. And, and I think you guys do some small group with ATP as well, right? Yeah, I do some small group classes in the mornings uh, at ATP, and then uh, usually private training uh, after that, and then some group sessions for in motion again during the day. Yes. Yeah. How, how does that adjustment that that um, you know making those changes on the fly? How does that happen for you, group versus individual? And and maybe what are some of the pros and cons between those? Um. So group, I still kind of try to take an individual uh, approach to it. I mean, obviously I, I have a, a plan. I want everybody to do it, to do this. Uh, if someone's having trouble doing it, again, it's just a modification on the spots. Um, they may just not do it like everybody else is doing it. And I haven't had anybody, you know, obviously everyone wants to do it the way I wanted it to, but, you know, I don't get any pushback on when I try and modify and regress an exercise uh, to fit that individual or to make it challenge the individual. You know, there's there's times where they may be able to do a little bit something more. Um, but if I were to see something and maybe I need to change an exercise, like if everybody's having troubles with it uh, for that day or, or whatever, I may just have to scratch that whole exercise and, and do it a different way for the whole group. Yeah. So I guess it depends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, and back in, back in when I was in college, I did some group exercise stuff and, um, I probably wasn't even, it wasn't on my mind as much then, but now I think that would be such a hard, a hard thing to figure out how to not only program for a group, but then make those adjustments. So I'm always kind of in awe of how coaches pull it off because it's, 
it's a different beast, you know, it's a different, yeah, beast. it is. And it's just, you know, work in the room, just making sure you, you know, your clients, uh, your, your eyes are on them and, and you're just watching them the best that you can. And if you see something again, just not being afraid to, to let that person know, this is what I'm seeing and you know, try it this way. Um, just speaking up to them and, and they appreciate it. Mm-hmm. They do. Yeah. So how does programming change group, like with your ATP groups, group, how do you go about doing that? Like, what, what's your philosophy here? What, what do you try to hit? So, so like I said, um, you know, I'm always doing, you know, we do the same different style warm up, the dynamic warm up. Uh, balance, you know, usually stays the same versus a group or, or, or private. But what it comes down to, you know, the exercises, a lot, it depends on, my group classes, I'm really trying to focus on a a full body, whole body type of approach versus if I'm seeing an individual client, it's what are, what's our focus, you know, what are their needs? I can still take the same uh, format and just apply it to them maybe a little bit differently. Individualized. So it's still that same uh, format that I use. Like I said, it's just, all right, this is my class. Uh, We all need to work on this, 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 and this. Here's my private client. We still need to focus on the same things. Let's just focus on doing it for them. So I may choose different exercises, but you know, the the foundation, the framework, that template is it's gonna stay the same. Yeah, of course. And that comes down to just the nature of group training versus individual training as well. You know? yeah. So that's great. That's great. Yeah, and, and it comes down to how many times I'm seeing that individual uh, in the week depends on what we need to really get done or accomplished versus a class is a couple days a week. So I can say, Hey, this day, we're going to focus on this. This day is this, this day is that. So it allows me to, you know, change things up. But uh, again, that all stays the same. My balance movement strength. That's our focus. Has that balance always been um, a priority for you? Or do you think your work within motions kind of emphasize that? Yeah, I think work within motion and, um, like I said, I go back to a little bit when I did a lot of training at, at IMG for athletes and the focus there on balance was, you know, and I've done a lot of youth training too, IYCA and stuff. And, you know, balance, it's a foundation of all movement. So I really feel that should be uh, addressed right away. It gets the body warmed up really nice. You know, you get a lot of stuff firing. Um, what, what kind of things are you doing for your, let's call it active adult population? For balance? For balance. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I agree with you. I think the vestibular system is, is underutilized. I think, especially as adults, we're not getting on the floor and rolling and tipping upside down and all that kind of stuff. And, and it leads to balance issues and equilibrium problems, which affects the neck and the eyes. And I think it posturally, I think it can have a, a million outcries to that. Um, but it's not something you hear about, like, I don't know, at scale, you don't hear people doing balance in these big box group fitness classes. Um, so I, 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 I think it's awesome that you're doing that, but what do you, I mean, what does that mean to you? Like, are, are we standing on one leg? Are we doing dynamic stuff? What's, what's so that look like? So yeah, obviously it, it depends on uh, the fitness level and where we're at in that. Um, but yeah, you can obviously just start stationary feet together and raising one foot and closing our eyes and head turns and stuff like that. Just as basic as that. But, but yeah, then we get into the dynamic portion of it and we may incorporate some balance in our dynamic warm up, 
Um, and it doesn't just stop at the beginning too. When we get to our strength focus as well, our movement and in our strength, you know, we're doing exercises to where we, we still need to balance. So that integrated strength uh, using balance as well with strength. So it, it, like I say, I say balance, it's a part of it, but it's, it's a really big part of it because it goes all the way into the workout portion of it. I think, yeah, you know, to, you know, clarify that, you know, balance can go from all the way down to just standing up out of the chair to, you know, your elite athletes who are, you know, jumping over hurdles and, you know, things like that. So I think it's a huge continuum that everyone's gonna, going to benefit from. So, you know, at least in my mind, just in our, as a rehab professional, sometimes I get, you know, more focused on the, more basic type stuff. So, you know, I, that's awesome that you're doing balance with, with everyone. And yeah, at least seeing some component because even in, like you said, in the strength aspect, if, you know, to, to increase intensity, sometimes, you know, you might go to one leg and, and that's, uh, yeah. that's going to require a lot of balance and, and um, not only balance, but, but control as well. So that's awesome. Yeah, right. Again, you don't, it's, you don't always have to just go heavy, heavy weight. You know, you can also challenge people by uh, throwing some balance to the component in there as well. Yeah, there's so many different And that just totally slows down everybody. <laughs> and they really have to focus on their control and enlighten and drop their weight. And you'd be surprised. If you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe my balance isn't that good. <laughs> Sometimes you don't even have to say anything. You, you don't have to say anything. Yeah, they know. They <laughs> know. I, I love that, like the look on somebody's face when they try a balance thing that they think should be easy and they they just can't. You know, like that's the other thing. They they you know you may demo something and they're oh I can I can do that yeah yeah. I did a YouTube video. I was standing on one leg and doing like VOR where you stare at your finger and move. It it must have taken ten takes to not fall. Like yeah. I, I just need to film this video. <laughs> yes. I, do, I do that all the time. It's like wow, this is this is really hard. And I was trying to talk. So like, nor I've done it, but I don't talk. Right. And then just adding that extra task of talking while I was doing it, it was my, la my wife was filming it. She's laughing at me. I was like, this is terrible, <laughs> terrible drill. Uh, yeah. But yeah, cool. I've been seeing you doing a lot with the blaze pods. What, yeah, how's that so, yeah. The blaze pods have been great. Um, I just started uh, shout out to, to shout out to your social it. media profile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, again, you know, We've had them here for a little while, but I've really just started trying to, to play with them and use them. And, and they're going great. And again, for balance as well. I mean, that cognitive work, the balance work, that dual tasking, uh, that just awareness, uh, it's, been, it's been great. I've been using them with a lot of clients. I've also introduced them into our, our group classes uh, at InMotion. Because again, that's a huge part of InMotion is just you know, cognitive work. Um, and it's been, uh, it's been fun in the classes. Everybody's been enjoying them. It's a little bit different of a change. Uh, and again, just that little simple, easy exercises, like saying just a balance exercise where you have to tap a light, uh, becomes, oh my gosh, my heart rate is crazy high right now, just from tapping a light with my foot. Right, right. So we're now starting to get that cardiovascular in again, early into the training, just into the balance portion of it. That's intriguing. Why do you think their heart rate's going up? 
man, I, there's a lot going on. It's not just standing on one foot. You know, there's a lot of mind to muscle connections. Uh, we're also now moving, not just standing. Do you think it's a stress uh, thing? You think it's like a sympathetic nervous system thing? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, with that cognitive uh, influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, it's, it's, it's nothing intense. I mean, I, I just said, like, I have a simple one. I just set four up in a line, just tap one and stand on one foot the whole time. And heart rates are going up just from that little bit of movement, uh, standing on one foot. That's super interesting to look at too, because there's kind of different settings, right? Where you just hit one that lights up and then there's other one, like a different setting with the confounding colors, right? So it might uh, light up red or green, but you have to hit the blue one, right? something like that. Yeah. So like I said, I like to progress exercises. So we'll start basic. I'll say, just, you know, hit the blue light and there's just one light flashing and you just hit the blue light. And then we'll progress it to where there's four lights on and, you know, I'll say either hit the blue light or hit a different colored light. But again, now they're seeing multiple colors, but still have to keep focus on, on what their the action is. Yeah. yeah. The interesting to see uh, heart rate variability with those two different yeah. settings. Is that that cognitive function thing? And, right. and the fun thing about those things, uh, it creates competition. I mean, <laughs> I, I have a, a guy's group that uh, likes for me to, to exercise with them here and there, or at least <laughs> do some challenges with them. And I was pulling out the blaze pods and we've been using them. So they know they like to compete with them. They keep score. But I just wanted to do a basic fun warm up with them one day. And it was really just running around in a circle, go to your light, hold a plank, for it's like three to five seconds. And then it's, okay, your light's going to light up again, go to your light, uh, hold your plank. Well, after the first round, they realized that it was keeping score and all the lights would go out after the first light was tapped. So that little fun, basic warm up became a competition. <laughs> and it really became like the workouts. I mean, we were dying. Uh, so it really creates some fun competition uh, just by counting some scores yes i was probably (laughs) (laughs) it ends out there practicing i gotta get better i gotta get better he's practicing on his lunch break (laughs) competition will do that competition will do that so so those have been those have been fun so yes fun tool to use uh for movement balance a little bit of strength as well yeah yeah I, I haven't used them yet. I mean, I've seen them on social media and that kind of stuff, but I haven't, I haven't played with them yet. Have you used them, Jeremy? No, I haven't gotten out there and, and gotten into competition myself. <laughs> you know, flash, let me know, guys. I'll help you out. I usually just tell them it's too early, so that's why I never get there. <laughs> yeah. It's too early to be waking up. Uh, well, hey, man, this was fun. Anything else you guys want to cover as we uh, we're kind of coming up on that 40-minute mark? Anything else that you want to kind of wrap up with or, or a kind of a key topic that you want to talk about before we finish up? Uh, man, a key topic. Uh, I just really like to, uh, again, elaborate a little bit on the relationship of having like a PT in a house and a fitness center. If there's ever a way for anybody else to have that opportunity, uh, if it ever came about, you know, uh, jump on it, embrace it, try it out, see how it works for you guys. But uh, over here at ATP, hands down, love having fit, have, having fit around. Yeah, 
Yeah, it's mutual, you know, because the the collaboration, I think, is just it just expedites the rehab process. So, you know, whether it be you came to us first and and we want and you want to keep going, or you were seeing Dan first and you had an injury and you want to get back to that, I think just the the turnaround is a lot faster. Um, when you can just come in and get assessed and, you know, start treatment right away and, and get back to that as opposed to, you know, waiting two weeks to get in to see your physician and then you have to go to a different location, you know, you know different location. Yeah. And the time, time's, a, time's an important factor. Yeah. And I think that's probably, Nick, you mentioned challenges. I think that's probably the biggest challenge for all of us is, being able to see those clients maybe before they go and see a doctor and they're prescribed those meds or uh, that cortisone shots, you know, trying to, how can we uh, see, yeah, they may have to see a doctor for sure. Absolutely. They may have to see, have x-rays or MRIs or what have you, but being able to maybe uh, see them before, before they get to that stage. So they accidentally don't go down. I don't know, maybe a road they don't have to go down. Yeah, I, I think, um, and maybe I'm just kind of putting my own thoughts in here, but sometimes I think when we're able to see somebody early, it eliminates some of that fear, right? Like yeah. you tweak your back a little bit and all of a sudden you're like, well, I know somebody that had to have back surgery and had to do this and had to do that. And, and, and it, it's really easy to go down that rabbit hole where, you know, if you see somebody quick and you're like, ah, look, this isn't gonna be that big a deal. You get them moving in the right direction. That pain's starting to calm down. All of a sudden, all that fear, all that you know, yeah. the stress that comes along with that starts to get better. And, um, and, and that's good. And I, I also, before we wrap up, want to emphasize kind of what Jeremy was saying that, that mutual side of this relationship and how good that's been seeing clients that, that maybe came to us for a problem and then now seeing them working on fitness goals and, you know, just seeing the, the improvements that they're making on so many other aspects of, of life and health and, and movement past whatever they came into our door for um, that's been awesome on that side too. So um, I, I agree. I think there needs to be more and I hope that we see this in the future. And I think we are, but across the spectrum of rehab and fitness that those blended worlds and, and teams working together versus um, th there's no way we can, we can't offer the training services that you're doing. Cause that's not our niche. That's not what our focus is. And, and likewise, right. you know, there's no reason for you to focus on a specific pain problem when, when that's what we spend all our time doing. So being able to work together is just, yeah, it's, it's been so great. Yeah. Yeah. And I think putting that all together, just to, it, it brings the best outcomes, um, honestly. So, you know, if you're, you're not running around town and, and doing all that stuff. So I think that if that's, what people come for that's what they want they want to have their either fitness goals and that sort of thing so um i think it just really is the most essential package to have get it get it all together yeah well cool guys we'll, we'll have to do it again soon we'll we'll pick another topic and dive down into it but uh that was good all right Thanks, Nick. Have a good one. All right. Hopefully I'll see you guys in person here pretty soon. We'll get, All right. get back on bad duty. We'll see you. Bye.